There she goes. All right. Well, welcome back. This is Two Beards in a Bible. I'm John Swaino. I'm Dave Timmy, and I'm going to adjust my microphone. I think I was... Cover your ears. <laughs> I think I kept hitting it with my chin oh, yeah. in the last episode. Yeah. I raised mine a little bit because I noticed in some of them that when I had it down further, it wasn't as loud. Yeah. But that should, that should catch really good. It should be good yeah. enough. I, what I have to say probably doesn't need to be heard that much. No, no, I'm glad you're. <laughs> I'm glad you're here saying stuff. Um, all right, so where did we leave off? We, we were uh, in John 11. John 11, verse 45. So would you read 45 to 54? Mm -hmm. Then many of the Jews who had come to Mary and had seen the things Jesus did believed in him. But some of them went away to the Pharisees and told them the things Jesus did. Then the chief priests and the Pharisees gathered a council and said, What shall we do? For this man works many signs. If we let him alone like this, everyone will believe in him, and the Romans will come and take away both our place and nation. And one of them, Caiaphas, being a high priest that year, said to them, You know nothing at all. Nor do you consider that it is expedient for us that one man should die for the people and not that the whole nation should perish. Now this he did not say in his own authority, but being high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus would die for the nation. And not for that nation only, but also that he would gather together in one the children of God who were scattered abroad. Then from that day on they plotted to put him to death. Therefore Jesus no longer walked openly among the Jews, but went from there into the country near the wilderness to a city called Ephraim, and there remained with his disciples. Okay, so just to give us a little uh, context, uh, before this, the last episode, we talked about Lazarus, that he was raised from the dead, and uh, that's why he says in verse 45 there, that many of the Jews who had come to Mary, so the people that the, there were a group of Jews that had followed Mary out of the house uh, and saw this happen, this caused them to believe in Jesus. Mm -hmm. And uh, it says, but some of them went away to the Pharisees and told them the things that Jesus did. I don't know if those people that went away were unbelievers. Right. I think they were just, you know, it's like, oh. This awesome thing happened. Let's go tell the you know. Let's go tell the religious people, quote yeah. unquote, thinking possibly that they would be excited. But in fact, they were stood up on the back of their neck. Yeah, <laughs> you would think you know if if somebody had come to them and said, "Hey, this Jesus guy raised somebody who had been dead for four days." Yeah, I mean that's that's excessive. Yeah. He raised this man from the dead. Uh, you would think if their hearts were right, they would have. That would have been a huge wake-up call. Yeah. Right. But but it, it really wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they 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 said, "What shall we do for this man? Works many signs. If we let him alone like this, everyone will believe, and we'll we'll basically lose our jobs." Yeah. And then he <laughs> says, "The Romans will come and take away both our place." Yeah. And nation, and that ends up happening anyway. Right. But that was, you know, all of these things that Jesus is doing, you know, he's putting an end to the old law. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and the, the worship in the temple has not happened since this time. Mm -hmm. There has been no temple. Right. You'll have to help me with the Caiaphas guy. 
I thought I always heard it was Caiaphas. Okay. But probably right. I could be wrong. I'm from Barberton. <laughs> we say stuff differently. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing you guys know how to say is chicken. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Barberton chicken. Um, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just off subject. I, I bought some uh, smoked paprika from Owls and Barberton oh, yeah. this week. It's really good. Is you know, it? I've had I had some other smoked paprika, which needs to go in the trash. Boy, that stuff's good. I'll tell you what, Owls has the best geloteds. Mm. You ever had that before? No. It's like, uh, it's a salami with the garlic on 10. Okay. I mean, it's just like... Oh, I have. Yeah. 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 It's spelled like Z-E-L-O-D-E-Z-Z or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and while we're plugging Owls here, um, (laughs) if you get their double-smoked Hungarian bacon, you... You'll thank me. That's <laughs> the best stuff. Yeah, it is pretty good. I've always been more of a leeches man myself. Oh, yeah. But I do yeah, like that's, that's That's a good place, too. Yeah, yeah. See, Little Town Barberton has some good food. They do. They have good, two excellent meat markets. Even if we mispronounce Caiaphas. Yeah, even if we mispronounce <laughs> Caiaphas. Yeah. So Caiaphas was a high priest, and he was, uh, I think he was like the son in law of Ananias, I believe. And he was, oh, I've been reading this book called New Testament Times. Hmm. And it's a history book surrounding New Testament. But I think he was like, he was appointed by, I want to say Vespasian. Hmm. It was, uh, was, I don't think he was emperor at that time. But he was like um, kind of over that region. You know, okay. above the Herods. Um, and he did become emperor later on. But um, but I believe that, 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 that he had appointed this guy. And this Caiaphas guy, uh, he the Jews didn't really warm up. He, he kind of insulted the Jews once. I, mean, I think he was a Jew himself, obviously. But uh, he was, uh, I don't know, kind of a harsh person. He, he, he's one of them. And he says, you know nothing at all. Yeah, he's, yeah. He, he's got a he's got a directness about him. Yeah, he needs to read that book about in winning friends and influencing <laughs> a Dale Carnegie book. <laughs> so, yeah, he so and then he makes this prophecy, mm-hmm. but he says, "You know nothing at all, nor do you consider that it is expedient for us that one man should die for the people." And not that the whole nation should perish. And and really, you know, that's why Jesus does die for the people, yeah. everybody. And so, here, and that's the part that I was trying to beat my brain with earlier uh, in preparation. So he's actually saying, you know, wake up, this is a good thing for us. Or is, <laughs> or is he... Or is he saying, uh, you know, in order to protect themselves, go ahead and just let them die. And so that that gets it over with. I I was thinking that, like, this is where he, this is, this is my thought on this. This is where, like, the plot to kill Jesus starts in earnest. Yeah. You know, so he's telling him, he says, you know, we need to get rid of this fella. Mm -hmm. That's why he says that it's expedient for us that one man should die for the people. Mm Mm-hmm. But there is that, you know, whichever way it goes. Let's let's say it goes 
that he is um, that he's saying, okay, let's get rid of him. You know, it's expedient that he yeah. go ahead and die, and then we don't have to worry about this problem anymore. If he's saying that, just think about the the, the truth that rings out, the 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 irony. No, oh, I know that's what's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it really is expedient for all mankind that he died. It it, it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says that not that the whole nation should perish, but really, you know, the the Jewish nation does perish. Yeah, but you know, the individuals in that nation don't have to. True. That's the you know the and that's the idea. Yeah. He says he did not say this on his own authority, but being high high priest, that he prophesied that Jesus would die for the nation, and not for that nation only, but also that he would gather together in one the children of God who were scattered abroad. So that tells us what that that thing that he said. We just mm -hmm. the Bible tells us what it actually meant. Mm -hmm. That's the great thing. I love right. I love in sections in the Bible like this, which actually tell you what it meant. And there's some parables that are like that. Yeah. Like, well, the, before it reads the parable, it says, here's a parable that explains this thing. Right. The Bible <laughs> is its own best commentary. It is. It is. So, it says from that day on, they plotted to put him to death. So, mm -hmm. if you want to know when, when they started... To, in earnest to to, th to talk about or plan to kill Jesus, it was after the raising of Lazarus from the death. Mm -hmm. from death. Yeah, that was uh, starting to get too big of a following. Yes, absolutely. Starting to make too much noise. Yep. So it says, therefore Jesus no longer walked openly among the Jews, but went out there into the country near the wilderness to a city called Ephraim, where he remained with his disciples. So Jesus kind of maintained a lower profile after this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then that's that's kind of interesting. So he he understood he understood the time was drawing near, and, yes. and of course, you know, it does no good. Uh, he understands that he needs to uh, do this, and everything has to be completed before before yeah. he can before he can die. Yeah, and right here we're we're really talking. Of, we're in the last like. You know, a few months of Jesus's life, right. right here, from this point on. So, our next scripture we're going to look at, John, is in Luke chapter seventeen. We'll go over to Luke for a little bit. Luke seventeen, eleven through thirty-seven. Can you read that? Sure. The whole thing. Sure. All right. Now it happened as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Then as he entered a certain village, there met him ten men who were lepers who stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So when he saw them, he said to them, Go show yourselves to the priests. And so it was that they went and they were cleansed. Went, comma, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. So Jesus answered and said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Arise, go your way. Your faith has made you well. Let's stop there. Okay. I think that's a, that's, a, that's kind of like a section. Um, because... We're going to get into some real heavy stuff after this. All right. Okay, so 
Uh, you've got these ten lepers and they're standing kind of way off. And uh, they're kind of shouting towards Jesus. Uh, it says they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, have ma Master, have mercy on us. Um, lepers, uh, they were considered unclean. Mm -hmm. um, and it's interesting. He says, go show yourself to the priests. And uh, we're not going to read all of this. I'm just going to read a little bit. So if you go over to Leviticus chapter 14, I believe uh, all of chapter 14, which has a lot of verses in it, is all about the rituals for, for lepers and, and all the things that they have to obey by. In verse 2, at the end, he shall be brought to the priest, and the priest shall go out of the camp. Yeah. Right, so, so basically what Jesus is telling them to do is mm -hmm. basically follow that. Yeah. You know, he's, he's, they're already being healed when he tells mm -hmm. them to do this. Right. So, and uh, yeah, I was thinking also, the priest stands as a witness that, that yes. these are actually lepers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, so, Jesus, again, we, well, I just make the point that Jesus kept the old law. Yeah. So, there's just one of them that when he was healed and he found Jesus and uh, guess what? He was a Samaritan, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Jesus always, you know, there's always these examples of those that are not the Pharisees or the Sadducees or the, or the uh, lawyers or scribes, those that are of the, the class of quote-unquote sinners Right, doing the right thing. Here's here's another another example of that. Yeah. So Jesus says, you know, where, where's the other nine at? And that and that kind of sadly sort of paints a picture of humankind. Um, as you look through the accounts and the history of mankind, there's been that recurring theme of very few. Putting the glory where it belongs. Yeah, um, you know the, the the in the wilderness, not wanting to put the glory where it belongs, not wanting to allow God to be their king. It's it's all the same thing over and over again. I can't help but think about the narrow gate and the wide gate when I read this. That mm -hmm. there's only one, only one of these ten that did the right thing. Yeah, yeah. You know the other the other ten, all of them were blessed, but only one. Yeah, gave the glory to God. To the one that cleansed them. Right. So Jesus says, Arise, go your way. Your faith has made you well. Now it doesn't tell us what happened to the other nine. Mm -hmm. You know, but we know this one fella, he's in good shape. So now we're going to go into the thing that we're going to talk about for the rest of this episode here is uh, verses 20 through 37. All right. So, Starting at verse 20 there. Yep. Now, when he was asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God does not come with observation. Nor will they say, See here or see there, for indeed the kingdom of God is within you. Then he said to the disciples, The days will come when you will desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man, and you will not see it. And they will say to you, Look here or look there. Do not go after them or follow them. For as the lightning that flashes out of one part under heaven shines 
to the other part under heaven, so also the Son of Man will be in his day. But first he must suffer many things and be rejected by this generation. And as it was in the days of Noah, so it will also be, so it will be also in the days of the Son of Man. They ate, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark, and the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, as it was also in the days of Lot, they ate, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built. But on the day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even so will it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. In that day he was on the housetop, and his goods are in the house, let him not come down to take them away, and likewise the one who is in the field, let him not turn back. Remember Lot's wife. Whoever seeks to save his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life will preserve it. I tell you, in that night there will be two men in one bed, and the one will be taken and the other will be left. Two women will be grinding together, the one will be taken and the other left. Two men will be in the field, the one will be taken, and the other left. And they answered and said to him, Where, Lord? So he said to them, Wherever the body is, there the eagles will be gathered together. Okay, so this is, a, this is one of those uh, pieces of scripture that I think that, uh, you know, a lot of crazy things, people come up with a lot of crazy things based yeah. on this sort of stuff. I think sometimes we read way too much into this. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's, here's I think, like an overview is, is he's talking, he's really talking about two different things. One is, is that Jerusalem is going to be destroyed. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things he's talking about. Another thing he's talking about is that there's going to be a judgment. Right. It, it, it's at some point in the, in the future. And, uh, I, I think he... In, in reading it, if you have those two things in mind, you can identify when he's talking about one thing and when he's talking about another thing. Right. And I think the, the very beginning verse that we started, verse 20 there, it sort of it lays... It that out. Yeah, yeah, it lays waste to those ideas um, that the kingdom is going to be something that is established here on earth. Because when we get later into the... One man will be taken and one will be left. Yeah. One woman will be taken, one will be left. There's that whole um, left behind series. Yeah, that yeah, written in. yeah. And the whole idea uh, is, you know, that, that there's going to be some that are left here to continue to be perfected or whatever. And then yeah. the Lord's going to come back again after them. And that's just a lie of Satan. It's just crazy talk. It yeah. is. That's crazy it is. talk. And, and right here in verse 20, the kingdom of God does not come with observation. Nor will they say, "See here or see there," for indeed the kingdom of God is within you. You know, it, it's not—it's yeah. not going to be something that you know he's going to set up a kingdom over here and come and see it. You know, yes, it's going to happen, and everyone's going to know what's yeah. going on. Now, the thing that I know, I think the setup is in verse twenty. He says, "The Pharisee, Pharisee said when uh, they were asking, they said when the kingdom of God would come." And the Pharisees are thinking about a physical kingdom of God, right? Um, they're thinking that, and and that's why they were that's why they were looking for another King David, a warrior to come in and and teach those Romans who was really boss, the Jews, right. and then the Jews would reign over all these other nations. 
That's what the Jews were looking for. Human physical victory. They were looking at a physical one. Jesus says, oh no, the kingdom of God is within you. It's a spiritual thing. Right. It has nothing to do with physical things. Right. Yeah. So I, I wrote this quote down in my Bible because I thought this was really good. This is uh, by a fellow named E.M. Zur. And he said, the heart of man is the territory of the king from heaven. Hmm. <laughs> Which I thought, man, that's that's really a really great observation. Yeah. So, so our hearts are where the kingdom of God is. Yeah. That's where, where, that's where God reigns in our hearts. Mm -hmm. The hearts of those who believe. Right? Yeah. The faithful. So he, he kind of makes this I, this distinction between um, a spiritual kingdom and a physical kingdom. Then he talks about, I think these next verses here, he's talking about kind of the bad things that are going to happen in Jerusalem. He says, the days will come when you will desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man. He's, like he's saying, it's, guys, it's going to get bad, and you're going to look back on the, the yeah. time you spent with me, and you're going to wish that was back again. Yeah, exactly. You know. Uh, and then he talks about, oh, he goes, and they will say to you, look here and look there. What do you think they're talking about there? Uh, the uh, people that are going to come and falsely say that the kingdom has come. Yeah. And, and the next verse really kind of lays it out, and you can... You can get this picture in your mind as the lightning that flashes out of one part under heaven shines to the other part under heaven. So also the Son of Man will be in his day. Everyone's going to see at once. Everyone's going to know that this this is the Lord. He's yeah. He's come back. And it's like something that's that happens fast too. Right. Mm -hmm. I think that's that's another uh, another part that we uh, uh, have to notice out of there. Yeah. So now he talks, he goes, so he's talking about, I, I think there he's talking about the Jews, um, the, the, the destruction of Jerusalem, and here he's just talking in verse 24, I think he's talking about what, what his return will look like. Right. So two different things, these two different mm -hmm. separate things. Verse 25, he says, but first he must suffer many things and be rejected by this generation. So that's what's going to be happening. Yeah. yeah. Yep, and that, that generation, that brood of vipers, and there's a lot of verses where he, here he talks about, you know, he says, well, what, how shall I, what shall I compare this generation? Right. You know, there's lots of verses in there where he talks about, he's talking about those rulers of that time. Yeah. Uh, what about verse 26, John? And as it was in the days of Noah, so it will be so will be also in the days of the Son of Man. They ate, they drank, they married wives, they were given it. Life's going to be going on just as everyday life. It's yeah. just going to be going on just as those that, if you, if you look back to the account of Noah, he was building the ark, they were mocking him. Yep. They were, uh, not, not, not one person listened to him, though he preached all those years. 120 years he preached. Right, and, uh, and no one listened to him, and life just went on about, and, and then the floods, the flood came. Yeah, absolutely. And, and he uses, to make the exact same point, he uses this example of Lot. Mm -hmm. You know, so, so you know, in the, in the days of Lot, you yeah. know, that, that wicked city, Sodom, and, yeah. and those people were doing, they were just going on their day-to-day -day things. 
Right. And they wouldn't have noticed that Lot had left the city that day. Right. And uh, they had no idea what was coming. And then remember Lot's wife. You know, don't don't look back. Yeah. And, and that's that's one that, I you know, you find that easy to get wrapped up in, I think. You know, we get wrapped up in, in our lives. And, of course, we have our families whom we love and, the, you know, our children. And, and uh, you know, of course, I think all of us desire to live at least long enough to see some things happen yep. in our children's lives and so on. And so as our days draw near, you know, sometimes maybe we get reflective and we think back and, and think about all the things that we want to see or the things that maybe we're looking forward and thinking, well, I'm yep. not going to get to see those things. And, and here we have kind of a, a little statement that tells us don't look back at those things. Yep. You know, do, look forward to the glory that you've got in heaven. And, yeah. and I guess that might also, there might also be a lesson in there that uh, while you, you don't look back, but while you're here, make sure that you are doing everything you can to set things up so that you'll be able to see those people yeah. in eternity. You know, on a, a flip side of that is sometimes, um, like, uh, <clears throat> I can tell you that, like, I was, I was baptized when I was, like, 31 years old. So I had a long time to do a lot of wrong things. Right. But I shouldn't look back on those things and say, boy, wasn't that awesome when I was doing bad things. Right. right? So. Yeah, you have that, you know, uh, the, perhaps the craziest thing, well, the place that I saw some of the craziest things was when I worked in security at a, at a concert venue uh, and, and, and saw some stuff. And some of those things I sometimes think about and think, man, that was crazy. And, and you kind of almost, at the time... Kind of almost had fun, yeah. In, in in the midst of those things, but then when you stop and think about just how how awful some of those things yeah. were, and, and and the 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 pattern of of um, you know the, the 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 alcoholism, the drugs that were going through those crowds and so on, and causing some of yeah. those things, uh, there's just not much good there. No, and and it's not something that we should look back upon, and we should. As Paul buffeted his body yep. to keep it into submission, we have to do the same thing and say, okay, you know what? Those were not good things. Yep. Don't, don't have space in your mind to think back fondly upon it. Yeah. 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 Um, so continuing on here. So he talks about, you know, he uses those examples of Noah and of Lot that he says it, it's going to be that way. In the day of man, when the when the when the Son of Man is revealed, mm-hmm. so he's talking about basically when when Jesus comes back to judge mankind, nobody's going to be ready for it. Right, right. It's going to happen. It's going to be like a lightning. Yeah. You can't be ready for lightning. Right. You know, you don't know when it's going to hit. It's like the people who drive around without their seatbelt on and say, well, if I think I'm going to get in a crash, I'll go ahead and put my seatbelt on. Yeah. <laughs> or I'll, I'll just grab onto the steering wheel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in verse 31, he says, uh, now now, here's here's where I think we make a, um, a distinction. So now he's going to start talking, I think, about more about the destruction of Jerusalem in the next couple of verses. So he says, in that day, he who is on the housetop and his goods are in the house, let him not come down to take them away. And likewise, the one who is in the field, let him not turn back. So I think, I think what he's talking about now is when Jerusalem is destroyed. In, in context, that makes 
a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, remember a lot's life. You know, don't look back. That's why he said just, you know, when, when things are getting bad, he says, get out. He's saying, get out of there. He says, whoever seeks to save his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life will preserve it. What do you think he means by that? Uh, rendering uh, authority to Christ. I mean, if you... If you're in control of your life, if you are make, calling all the shots and, and uh, setting things up in your life so that they work out the best for you, you're going to lose your eternal life. You know, if you don't have any mind towards God, just like the, those that were healed when they went to the priest and only the one came back that was mindful of, of, um, of the Lord. Yeah. And, and if we go through our lives and we take hold of our life and we... And we live our lives the way that we want to and feel empowered that way. We're going to lose our life. But if we lose our life, if we lose that physical life and we live towards God and we live according to his will, we're going to gain yeah. life. I mean, that, that uh, as you said earlier, that's some heavy stuff. I mean, I, it is. You can't put that into words any better than the scriptures do. Yeah. And you just have to sit there and think about that and it kind of blows your mind. Yeah, absolutely. So now I think he goes back, and now he, now he starts talking about the, 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 the judgment again. He says, I tell you, that night there will be two men in one bed, and one will be taken, and the other will be left. And two women will be grinding together, and one will be taken, the other left. And two women will be in the field, and one will be taken, the other left. I think he's talking about basically those that are still alive mm-hmm. when Jesus returns. Yeah. That those that are still alive, I think... I think what is it that the dead are supposed to be caught up in the air first, yeah, and then those that still remain will be caught we'll up with them. them. Yeah, but I think that's what he's talking about there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, so the disciples, this is some heavy stuff, and they and they say, uh, "Where, Lord?" Mm-hmm. And then he says, "Wherever the body is, there the eagles will be gathered together." Yeah. And I think he's just making the point of okay, so I don't know, I don't know where you guys live at, but uh, around here we have vultures, and if you see vultures making a circle in the sky, there's something dead. Yeah, and there, there, there's eagles too. Yeah, there are eagles too. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I, I think of you know wherever the body is, I think of the body of Christ. I think of of the church, you know, wherever the wherever the church is, wherever the you know when when the when the Lord comes back and. Everyone is together. Yeah, and that that's that's how you think of that. Yeah, I was thinking. Uh, I was thinking like, so how will they know that these things are going to happen? And I, I'm. I mean, I I went to oh the eagles are like the Romans. You know, like when you see when you see things getting heavy mm-hmm. with the Roman with the with the national government, you need to get out of here. That's right. the way I took it. But why don't you tell us <laughs> <laughs> who's right? <laughs> That'll be the leave it down in the comments. <laughs> we're, we're, we're <laughs> um, I suppose either you could take it we're, either we're talking way. Talking to you, Mister Devore. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I guess you could take it either way. I mean, you know, I but I think. In, I guess I'm I'm still going with mine because of the context of it. Yeah. But I never uh, thought of it the other way. 
I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. Yeah. yeah we'll, we'll, I'm going to think about this tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Let me know, and I'll think about it, too. Yeah. Well, John, I think we better stop. Oh, look at that. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah, if you've stuck with us again for this long, we, we thank you, and we hope that uh, it's been edifying, and I know I've learned something. Um, by all means, uh, like, subscribe, however that works. And uh, Lord willing, we'll see you here next time. Thanks.